welcome to the Moms Career Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and I'm on a mission to help working mamas everywhere navigate the tricky terrain of where work life meets mom life. I'm blowing the lid off of every misconception that exists in regards to what it looks like to be a modern working mom. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Mom's Career Guide podcast. I'm your host, Carla Jallo, and we are going to do a solo episode today. I'm really excited to be here to talk to you directly. I haven't done one of these in a while. I don't know if you've listened to all of the episodes, but when I first started this out in December with the introduction, and then I did one in regards to goals for the new year, I think I did another podcast episode that's entitled The Pandemic Effect. And in doing those first early episodes, I quickly, quickly realized that I'm not that great at podcasting. At least I wasn't, and I'm still learning. So um, I was super, super thankful and excited to start bringing on guests, which which I did. And I've brought on a number of them. I'm going to be bringing on more. But I don't want this to just be a podcast that has guests. I want to be able to have a dialogue with you directly and I want to be able to talk about a number of different issues surrounding motherhood, motherhood in the workplace, things like that. And so today we're going to be talking about our expectations versus reality and how we should be managing our expectations with things. And, you know, this episode is actually airing the week after Mother's Day. What got me thinking about doing this particular episode was my Mother's Day experience. My Mother's Day was not good, y'all. I don't know if y'all's was good, but mine wasn't that great. And (laughs) I've got a little bit of a story to tell you, and I don't even know if I should tell you this, but um, a month ago, back in April, I actually thought Mother's Day was in April. (laughs) So my husband um, never remembers anything, right? So a few days before, I was like, well, you know, this weekend is Mother's Day, right? Mother's Day's coming up. Like I dropped him a couple hints so he would remember hoping that when Mother's Day arrived, it would be a great day for me, (laughs) right? Well, Mother's Day arrived. Um, I wasn't feeling very good that day. had a little bit of a headache. Um, So I kind of just like laid around all day, and my husband brought me breakfast in bed and, you know, did all these things. And I was really happy with that until I realized at seven o'clock that evening when I was wishing happy Mother's Day to other people that it wasn't Mother's Day at all. So my 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 level of, um, I guess, contentment and satisfaction with my husband, with how I was celebrated that day, you know, um, went completely out the window. And at that point, I just felt betrayed because I realized later he actually knew it wasn't Mother's Day and didn't tell me. And so, um, so yeah, then I was just mad at him. So when this actual Mother's Day rolled around, I had really high expectations for it. I was like, yeah, he better knock it out of the park. We're going to go to church. All I wanted to do was go to church and go to brunch. And Mother's Day rolled around. He had not gotten any flowers or anything. He got up that morning, went and got the flowers, which meant I had to get up with the kids. There was no sleeping in. There was no breakfast in bed, nothing like that. He went and got the flowers, came back, started cooking, 
which was going to make us late for church. So at this point, I'm like not loving my morning. You know, it didn't feel that different from a from a regular morning. And then I was like, well, why are we eating so much anyways? Don't we have reservations after church? And he was like, no, what re- what reservations? <laughs> and so at that point, I was just upset and mad and sad. And I don't know if I should have been. Um, part of me feels like I should have been. And then the other part, you know, the more and more that I thought about it, I was like, well, maybe my expectations were too high. Maybe um, the reason I'm so upset is not because of him. You know, he he did fail to deliver what I expected him to deliver on, but maybe I should not have expected that much to start with. So um, I don't know. Today we're going to talk about expectations, what are realistic expectations, and how we can manage those and why they create resentment. So with that said, have you ever kind of looked at the way you react to things after the fact and try to examine that and determine, you know, why it upsets you so badly? That's that's what I did on Sunday or not on Sunday, but what I've, what I've done throughout the week as it relates to Mother's Day and why I was so upset. And I think for starters, I guess I felt a little bit cheated. You know, the Mother's Day that I thought was great turned out to be a sham. I felt like I was fooled, made a fool of perhaps. And then um, so I put really high expectations on this other one, thinking that my husband would want to kind of make it up to me somehow, you know, <laughs> that perhaps this was a second chance you know, a new opportunity. And as a mom, and I don't know if y'all feel this way, but you, I, would, I suspect a lot of you do, but I feel like we are kind of the the memory makers. You know, we are we wear ourselves out at birthdays and Christmases and Thanksgivings and Easter and, you know, all of these different holidays, planning everything for everybody else. And so I guess I felt a little bit cheated because it's kind of like, well, who's planning something for me? You know, why... Why won't anybody plan anything for me? Like, I, I even pretty much plan the date nights, line up the sitter, pick the restaurant, you know, do all of those things. So it's like, this is the one day I actually expected someone to do something for me. And I guess in my mind, it did fall flat. Now, my husband didn't do, it's not that he didn't do anything. It just wasn't what I expected. It's not how I would have done it. You know, he thought we could just go to a restaurant after church. Just it was just about going to grab something to eat and I'm like, "Well, we do that anyway." It's like all this and you want to kind of do something different or something special on Mother's Day. You want to feel like someone's taken a little extra time to think about you and um and maybe I was wrong in putting those grand expectations on him. But um so I was I got to reading an article and it's from Psychology Today and it's all about expectations and managing expectations and it the fellow that wrote the article his name is John Johnson he's a PhD and he starts it out by saying that expectations are premeditated resentments and that like really struck a nerve because if we're not managing our expectations appropriately we are literally setting ourselves up for disappointment and resentment towards either our partner, our children, our workplace, whatever it is, um, down the road. And so no one wants to walk around in their life pent up resentments that have piled up over time, over years, and not really know how to release that stuff. And so 
This is actually a really, really good article. And he says that, that merely expecting something to happen will not make it happen. And, you know, with that, you, you, I had to really examine, like, well, was I, did I articulate enough what my needs were that day and how, how important it was for me to be celebrated? And now, even sitting here now, as I say that out loud, I'm like, well, how ridiculous is that? Like, I'm, I'm literally coming at my husband saying, celebrate me. <laughs> this is how I want to be celebrated. This is how you should celebrate me. And it feels silly saying that out loud. Um and maybe because it is silly, you know, maybe I shouldn't have expected anything that day, right? And it says that secondly, human beings have a natural tendency to pin their hopes for happiness on fulfilled expectations. So that line seems really, really important. And it seems important to me because if your every happiness is reliant on fulfilled expectations, you're pretty much going to set yourself up for disappointment in every area of your life, you know, because if something does not happen, if something is left out there unfulfilled or an expectation is unmet, how are you supposed to move on? I mean, isn't that just what life is, is a series of goals? Many of them you'll meet, others you won't, or things, you know, you'll have a series of expected outcomes. Some of those are going to turn out. Some of them are not. Are we supposed to carry the burden around of those unfulfilled expectations our entire life? I really don't think we we can, just from a, from a mental health standpoint, I don't think we can actually shoulder the burden of all of that. But is it fair? And don't we need to learn some kind of coping mechanism for when those expectations go unmet? So anyways, many of us believe or have mistakenly believed that expecting other people to behave one way will actually make them behave that way. I believed my husband was going to book a great reservation for us that morning, be tentative with the children, cook me a breakfast, you know? But honestly, knowing my husband the way that I do, that really wasn't a bar or that he could he could meet in terms of the way that it was going to be executed. He tried he really tried. He did the best he could do, but it certainly wasn't going to turn out the way I wanted it to. And maybe that wasn't fair to him to expect him to do those things. So Mr. John Johnson then goes on here in this Psychology Today article saying that expectations among people are often based on an implicit social contract. And that is without verbalizing expectations about give and take in a relationship, people construct stories in their heads about legitimate expectations of each other. So people in a relationship kind of have a deal in which the specifics of the deal are never really talked about. And it's hard for someone to live up to your expectations when they don't really know what they are, but you still might see this as a failure, as a violation of your social contract. And so that piece of the article, that statement, paragraph, what have you, rang true with me because I know when Father's Day rolls around, Tom stays in bed. We bring him breakfast. He can go, I don't know, go golfing, go on a bike ride, do whatever he wants to do that day. Pick the restaurant. He can pick the terms of his Father's Day, and I will do my very best to execute those terms, you know? And in my mind, I think I do a pretty good job. Maybe I don't. I've never been told, hey, this Father's Day stunk. <laughs> you were terrible at Father's Day this year. I guess I don't know if I'm good at that or not. Maybe he's just a nicer person than I am. But 
That social contract that we kind of have in place led me to believe that my Mother's Day would be executed in a similar way to how I would execute his Father's Day festivities. And so, I don't know, maybe these are just really... These, these social contracts that we have with people, and I, I've been disappointed in friendships too for, for similar reasons, you know, the, the type of friend that I am. Um, I've found over the years that maybe not those, those people aren't the same kind of friend to me. And maybe that's also all in my head. I don't really know um, because I haven't received that feedback. But those types of friendships tend to um, fizzle out over time. And then I find people that befriend me in the way that I befriend others. and But you can't really do that with your husband, right? Or even your kids. If you're disappointed with them in any given situation, you have to figure out a way to get past it and move forward. And this article really kind of gives a few tips on how we're supposed to do that. One of the main things about expectations and um, helping others to meet your expectations is, A, don't set them so high, you know? <laughs> I think low expectations are easier to meet. Another little caveat about expectations is that unspoken expectations are almost guaranteed to always go unfulfilled. So, you know, in this particular case with Mother's Day, I did articulate what I wanted. Maybe I didn't articulate the importance of why those things meant something to me, but it would be unrealistic to expect anything to have been done at all if I had never articulated anything. So we all have to keep that in mind you know, both in the workplace, with our personal relationships, with our children, that if we are having really high expectations for something, we need to tell someone, you know, because otherwise there's absolutely no way that those things can be met. And then at the same time, it is unrealistic to think that merely communicating your expectations clearly is going to get people to behave the way you want them to. So, With that, you always have to keep in mind that even when you articulate your expectations to people, they may still not go, they may not be fulfilled. They may go unmet, that's what I meant to say. So, So yeah, I think that managing these things and learning how to, I guess, release unmet expectations into the world is a skill that I definitely need to learn about and maybe it can help you guys as well. Um, the solution that uh, Mr. John Johnson speaks about in his article here is that you really need to just let go of expectations and find something to be grateful about. Practice more gratitude, even when things don't turn out the way that you had hoped, and you'll experience more serenity rather than resentment. And I think that is truly what we're all searching for is maybe a little bit more peace a little less resentment in our lives, and a little more gratitude. So with that said, I really hope you guys had a good Mother's Day and that you're not holding on to resentment or that your expectations weren't met. But if you are, just know that you're not alone, that other people didn't have perfect Mother's Days either, and that everything that you see on Instagram and Facebook and all these social networks talking about how great their Mother's Day was and the perfect picture and everyone with their fancy clothes, that's not always true either. So keep that in mind and, you know, let's just learn to let go of all these things together. Thank you for joining me for this conversation and I look forward to having you back here next week. Thank you. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to the Mom's Career Guide. If you liked what I had to share, please take a screenshot and share that on social and tag me at the Mom's Career Guide. I look forward to seeing you back here next week.